Let's check the news in this hour. Nathan Cohen's got your update. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. The 18th annual Carroll Chamber of Commerce Court Classic Basketball Tournament is set for next month, bringing youth basketball teams and their families from all different locations throughout the state to the Carroll community. On February 24th and 25th, teams consisting of 3rd through ninth grade boys as well as 4th through 8th grade girls will compete for the championship title. Program director Ashley Shabel has been assisting in organizing this event now for the past six years and loves the impact the tournament has had on Carroll for nearly two decades. Chamber president and board at the time wanted to find a way to have an event. They thought kids were leaving Carroll to um, play basketball. Why couldn't we do that here? <laughs> you know, they were spending a lot of money out of town on the weekends, so they thought, why can't we do that here and bring people into our restaurants and our shops and keep our kids playing here at home for at least one of the weekends. Shable thanks the Kemper Catholic School System as well as the Carroll Community School District for being excellent to work with, allowing the Court Classic Tournament to use their courts to make this tournament run as smoothly as it does. Shable also thanks the community's many local sponsors that enable such fun for the teams and make this event stand out from the many other basketball tournaments held here in Iowa. We give every player a t-shirt, so when they all come in, they get a Court Classic t-shirt. It's sponsored by local businesses, and we get support for that every year. And then we give medals and championship shirts to the winning teams, so they go home with a long sleeve, usually dry fit, really fun. They're bright with our logos and stuff on it. They'll say champions. Shable says they like to do something different every year to make things more exciting for the players, and she's looking forward to this year's new equipment. This year, we actually are having brand new basketballs. Kevin and Amy Reinecke, they're the owners of Culver's here in Carroll. Love basketball, love being supporters of things. And Kevin works on our court classic committee, and we were talking about it. And he said, I would like to sponsor that. We ordered some new basketballs. We put Choose Carroll on them. Distinguished a little bit. Kind of thank them for choosing Carroll, too. But we'll have new basketballs in all the gyms this year. So I think the kids will like that. We haven't had new basketballs since it began. Registration is now open for teams to get signed up. Shaple says they will be accepting registrations until two weeks before the tournament gets started, but she encourages every team that's interested to register as soon as possible. There's a link on our Chamber website, also our Chamber Facebook page. We use the Turning Machine app, so some people have the Turning Machine app. They can go through that way, or the link to the Turning Machine is on both those sites of ours. All online registration, $150 for teams to register. They're guaranteed three games, or they can always call us too at the Chamber office, and we'll help them walk through it. Everyone is encouraged to come out and support the Carroll Chamber of Commerce course Court Classic, even if it's just watching some of the many games that will be played. And again, that's happening February 24th and 25th. If anyone is interested in volunteering, taking tickets, or being a site coordinator, you can help out by reaching out to uh, at Shable directly at the Chamber at 712-792-4383. Uh, it's worth noting as well in terms of players, fans, and uh, parents, coaches, uh, typically brings well over 2,000 people to the community for the weekend. Looking elsewhere, January is Blood Donor Month, and LifeServe Blood Center is asking Iowans to recognize the lives saved through blood donations. Due to those the recent winter weather uh, last week, LifeServe reports that nearly 3,000 lives will be affected as canceled drives and adjusted hours or closed donor centers caused a loss of about 1,000 units overall. Blood donations serve people involved in significant blood loss incidents, such as surgeries or major accidents, as well as treatment for conditions involving red blood cells like sickle cell disease or cancer and cancer treatment patients. While all blood types are needed for donation, B negative and O negative are critically low at the time, and they desperately need people with that blood type to donate. 
First United Methodist Church in Carroll is hosting a blood drive on Friday. That's tomorrow from 9.30 to 1.30 p.m. And then St. Anthony Hospital wants to remind everyone that they're hosting a blood drive every other month throughout the year. It's on the second Monday, and February 12th will be the next available one. So if you want to schedule a blood donation appointment, you can visit LifeServeBloodCenter.org or call them directly at 800-287-4903. And Iowa Republican Party officials say just over 110,000 Iowans participated in Monday night's caucuses. Party chairman Jeff Kaufman says it happened when some areas of the state had wind chills of negative 30 degrees. We've shown the world we can have a personalized grassroots event and we can have absolute election integrity and we could do it all in wind chills that would probably send a whole lot of citizens in a whole lot of other states under the covers. About 15% of registered Republicans in Iowa voted. That's the lowest turnout for the Iowa caucuses in 24 years. Before the 186,000 record that was set in uh, in 2016 on a, uh, well, it would be a, a balmy evening compared to uh, Monday. We were looking at numbers in 2012 and 2008 that were very similar to this. About 120,000 people voted in the 08 Iowa Republican Party caucuses, which Mike Huckabee won in 2012. When Rick Santorum won, there were about 122,000 participants. Kaufman says it was a breach of faith for major media outlets to announce that Trump was the projected winner of this year's caucuses before the vast majority of participants had even cast their straw of poll vote. We are certainly showing our displeasure. Uh, I'm certainly cautioning uh, the Nevada chair. Uh, because they've got a caucus coming up as to what uh, might occur. And I have to tell you that that, that's something that should not happen again. The Iowa caucuses are run by the party itself, not state or county government officials. Kaufman and other Iowa GOP staff raised more than $800,000 for the operation of this year's caucuses. And that will be wrapping up your KCIM 7 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. I wonder what some of the uh, more attended caucus numbers were. Because, uh, yeah, 14% is not great, but then you throw in 30 below wind chills, things like that. And it's, it's a clunky process. Uh, so, yeah, there's 700, over 700,000 registered Republicans in the state, and only a little over 100,000 take part. In the caucuses. So, I, do you mean in terms of the largest caucuses, just in pure yeah, numbers like just or per turnout, capita? Just, just pure numbers. I mean, I would think Polk County would stand out probably just based uh, statewide. Your, I'm yeah, talking. Yeah. Okay. So, like population centers are obviously going to yeah. have the most participants. I would, I would bet per capita, just based on historical trends, Northwest Iowa probably had the largest percentage of their voter bases turnout. Uh, particularly up in mm-hmm. like far northwest Iowa, deeply conservative area of the state. Yeah, uh, the the fourth district, which which Carroll County and most of our surrounding counties are part of, in fact, uh, is considered one of the most conservative districts in the country. So I, I would guess percentage wise, that would that would probably be reflected. I don't have any data to back that up yeah. as I say that though. But I mean, a total overall numbers, uh, we we just don't have that right offhand that we we know about. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it was low turn voter turnout, but again, you've got the, it's vastly you know a number of other factors that that worked its way into that. So yeah, I mean, you're always going to draw some criticism one way or the other from some of this stuff. And but I do agree, like they, you know, you're never going to stop the networks from making their calls. They all want to be first. So I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. It it, it was interesting. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has repeatedly expressed his displeasure with that choice. Uh, and even I'm waiting for numbers to start rolling in, which was 
almost two hours before I had any local numbers to look at. Mm -hmm. They made those calls, and I just thought, that's a bold move. I don't think they're wrong, but to call it, uh, why would you not just say, hey, this is what we think, rather than saying the race is done? That that was a bit odd. Um, and it doesn't help that they all the people who called the race were right. Yeah, so. see, that's just it. They were right. They called it early. They want to be the first to call it. They want it. It's a race for the networks. It doesn't matter what the voters actually think. It's a race between the networks to do that. So it's just something you're never going to be able to change about the caucuses, about the primaries, about any of those elections. So, yeah, it's just a, a fact of life, I guess. Much like our snow. We've got one to three inches of snow today. It's a fact of life. We're going to talk about that fact coming up in a few moments.